Hey there, it's Joe Fold, and welcome to How to Win an Advocacy Campaign, Tools Edition. We're chatting today with Hillary Woodward. Hillary Woodward is the Director of Strategic Communications at National Women's Law Center. Hillary oversees the brand, content, editorial, and digital work. Before joining the center, Hillary was the Senior Communications Strategist at Jobs with Justice, where she led the nonprofit's digital efforts and built public support for policies that benefit working people. Hillary is also an experienced social media trainer, leading sessions at Netroots Nation and other conferences on optimizing social content and pulling off strategic campaigns with limited resources. Hillary, welcome to the show. Thanks, Joe. Glad to be here. <laughs> well, today we're going to be talking about some of the issues that nonprofits deal with in working with technology and specifically with advocacy tools. And we have the fortune to chat with Hillary about how she uses advocacy tools at the National Women's Law Center. So first, Hillary, give us a sense of how'd you end up at NWLC and what do you do there? Sure. So um, like a lot of people in D.C., I've hopped around a lot of organizations and nonprofits and working in communications the whole time, but in digital for the last like 10, 12 years. And I ended up at the Law Center. Uh, you know, it was a great fit for my personal mission of uh, ensuring uh, equality and justice for women and girls. And more broadly, you know, it, it's like a home for me. It's an amazing amalgamation of advocates and lawyers and communicators and artists. And um, I've just been so lucky to, to work there. I, I run our digital team. And so that means our, our email advocacy, our digital fundraising, our social media. Um, and I work with this incredible team who comes up with awesome ways to talk about the issues women and girls face every day. Yeah. So Hillary, talk to me a little bit about the biggest challenges you solve in your job. Well, um, it's been a busy few years uh, at the National Women's Law Center. So a lot of what we challenge uh, face and take on are communicating sort of all of the ways in which, um, you know, from the start of a baby being born all the way until she is, um, you know, going through school and college at work with healthcare, like all of the ways women and girls are challenged by discrimination, by laws that are treating them unfairly, by uh, you know, attacks to their safety or to their earning potential. Um, and so there's just a lot going on all the time. And our job is to communicate what's happening and also what the solutions are, whether they're laws, whether they're policies, court cases. And so uh, the biggest challenge is just trying to keep people engaged in those fights, um, let them know what's happening, and then let them know what they can do to, to get involved. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about sort of how you use digital tools to help sort of solve these problems and to engage with your audience. Sure. So everyone is connected digitally, right? So whether they're on social media, whether they're in their email, whether they're on websites, and we need to reach them. And so all of these tools are essential. All of the, you know, every platform is essential and has its own strategy. And so our goal Every day is to make the best use of those platforms to reach people and not just inform them, but engage them. Yeah. And so do you have a favorite set of digital tools that you like to use in your everyday work? 
Well, so I come from, um, specifically in digital, I come from a background in email advocacy. So I love using email, which can be considered passe, but it's still like the number way to convert people into action. And so that is that is my baby. I, you know, we send out several emails to our full list every week, telling them how to get involved, asking them to support us, sharing information. And so, yeah. So first of all, I also want to say that I am a big email uh, geek and fan, and I think it is one of the most underrated tools for advocacy. People like to talk about social, but to me, right, email is what converts. Exactly. So talk a little bit about that, because I think sometimes people get lost on the idea of what a conversion is and why conversions are important. Can you dig into that a little bit for us? Sure. I actually often talk about it, uh, if you think about the tool itself and what it's trying to get you to do. So in social media, a lot of the times, all those platforms, Twitter, Facebook, they want TikTok, Instagram, they want you to stay in that platform. The links are not designed to let you leave. And so that makes it really hard to convert people to go to a form where they have to fill out you know, their information and send a letter to Congress. It's not actually the best conversion tool. If you even think about yourself on social media, you're sort of in a passive state of receiving information. It's not an active state. But email, we're all used to responding to, clicking links, doing something. And so it, it's a, we will convert more people, no doubt, every time. If we send them an email asking them to do something or if we post something on social media, the email will always win. Yeah. And so if you have, I, I mean, you've been through this a lot, right? If you have tips for our listeners on what is the most overlooked thing in an email to get conversions, what would you say would be a tip for folks today, right? One thing that you want to make sure you do every time you send out an email. Yeah, we pretty consistently use what we call a call out box very high up in the email. So if, if you're thinking about an email and how fast you read it, you need it needs to be scannable, needs to be structured in a way where the person who's skimming quickly knows what you're talking about and knows how to take action. So literally our button on the email says, take action, pretty high up. And you'll hear people say above the fold, but that just means high up in that email so that if someone's on their phone or on a computer skimming that email, they know what to do. They know what you're asking them to do and they know how to do it. I'm just going to ask you a couple more email questions because sure. it's so important. All right. So subject lines, you got like a favorite like thing that you like to do, because I think those are super important. Talk to me about subject lines. Yeah, we have tested a lot on subject lines. Um, always the most direct one works. We have found that wonky doesn't matter. If we say, take action, tell your member of Congress to do X, that will beat any cute, vague subject line you can come up with. So we try to be really direct. We'll test kind of ways to be direct if we're doing something state specific, mentioning the state that it's in really helps, you know, giving someone a hook to come in. But the biggest piece is always to have that subject line match whatever's happening. It can't be deceptive in any way because it will not pay off. You might get a curiosity gap where people open it, but it is not going to convert for you. So we um, sometimes make fun of ourselves for being a little boring on it. You know, we have tried and tried to be silly and weird. Um, sometimes emojis will work, sometimes different pieces. But generally, the thing that wins is tell X to do Y. It's awesome. So you talked a few times in this conversation around about testing. Tell me how you test and what do you do to sort of test emails to get them to perform the best? Sure. There are a couple of ways to do it with our list, mostly because it's pretty low stakes. We, we send out, we just split the list 50-50. So half get one subject line, half 
the other. If it were a kind of a higher stake test where we were worried that people would um, be really turned off by one of the options, we might send to a percentage of the audience first, test A, B, like, will this work or this, and then send the winner to the whole list. But instead, just given our time frame and what we're working on and how many we're sending, we tend to split 50-50 and then send to, then if we send a reminder, obviously, or if we send a kicker, we call it, then, then the, the winner you know, will be applied to that. Yeah, I mean, I think that A-B testing is just so important. So talk to me a little bit about what you use for your email platform. What are the tools you use? What have you tried that works and what hasn't worked for you? Sure. So our main um, email platform is a CRM. It's called Every Action. Uh, we use it for online advocacy to send messages to a couple different groups within our uh, network and then also for fundraising. So all of our kind of pages where we would take in information, so uh, fundraising uh, information or advocacy or um, even events are all done through Every Action. Mm -hmm. And so... That integration of having advocacy, fundraising, events all together under one platform, why is that important for your organization? It's really helpful because um, we sort of treat our, all those communications are going to one list generally with some variations, right? So, so that effort is combined. The recipient doesn't care that your fundraising strategy may be a little different from your advocacy strategy. And I, I don't think they should be. I think they should be integrated. But we have to keep in mind the recipient the whole time. They're on this list. What is their experience on this list? So sometimes we're, we're doing a lot of advocacy messages, but we want to balance that with fundraising. We don't want to always just be asking for money without also giving them other ways to engage. So having it all together makes that really seamless, right? So you're not for the person who wants to change their subscription status, it doesn't matter to them whether it was fundraising or advocacy, right? So that's why those tools together, it's really helpful. Okay, Hillary. So tell me a little bit about sort of the integrations that you think are interesting within every action. Yeah, there are a lot of them available for all different uh, you know, needs. But right now we're really using, ever since we've had to go virtual, um, the integration between every action and Zoom. So we've you know taken all of our annual events and turned them into Zoom events and that means we can register people through forms in every action. They're going into the system. They become new supporters if they're new to the system. But then that information is also going right over to Zoom. And, you know, the confirmation of, you know, it just takes like a huge step of trying to uh, make sure you, um, you know, someone's registered, they can get in. We've done rallies. We've done multiple virtual rallies, out, you know, a Supreme Court rally with Supreme Court backgrounds in Zoom, but we registered everybody through every action. So that's been uh, they rolled it out immediately, you know, when everyone went virtual and it's, it's been life-changing. Yeah, it's, that's awesome. Um, so we're getting close to the end. So like a couple quick questions for you to finish up here is talk to me a little bit. Do you have a sort of a favorite place that you go to get more information on advocacy information, uh, advocacy or like better digital tools for yourself to keep yourself informed? So this shouldn't be surprising given how much I've talked about email already, but I'm on a lot of email lists. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, how I get my information. Even more important than the kind of, there are practitioner lists, right? There are lists of people who are doing email advocacy or doing social media and all those, they're wonderful. But I'm also on a lot of lists of organizations, you know, that I enjoy but can learn from. Like, it's really essential to watch what other people are doing, especially in digital, because everything evolves. There's always a new trick. You have to decide if that trick's going to work for you or not. But um, I just, you know, 
let myself be an email recipient too, so that I can learn how to send better email. And Hillary, do you think email's ever going to go out of style? I know some people think that already. You and I do not. But what do you think about that? I don't think so. I mean, you're seeing right now like this rush of newsletters, right? And back to Substack and, and people realizing that they can't say enough, you know, hold enough attention on websites with the kind of end of like blogs and, you know, Google Reader and all that. I think this is the evolution back to email. So I don't think so. Um I'm on so many newsletters now and I love them all. They feel really, you know, the good writing is just essential. We at the Law Center have a newsletter that is like our favorite email to send out and we use a really personal voice in it. We share a lot of information. Um, it, It solves that problem of how to talk about a lot of different work at the same time. But the most important part is feeling like you're connecting to somebody and that's actually really possible with email. Yeah. And how do you make that? I mean, that connection is so important. Any tips on how you make that sort of community feel with an email? There are a lot of ways. I mean, it never, ever hurts to ask your audience what they're thinking. So we survey. Sometimes we do polls. We we let them vote on merch design sometimes, you know, give them things to do that that and and then show them back that you're listening. That's really important. But also the sender voice really matters. We're pretty authentic with it. We try to make the person who wrote the email send the email, no matter where they sit kind of in the organization structure so that you're hearing their words and their voice and perspective. Well, thank you. I mean, and thank you so much for sharing this information with our community. We really appreciate it. And uh, um, we look forward to talking again. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And if you want to find out more information about Hillary's work at the National Women's Law Center, Hillary, how do they get in touch with you? Oh, well, you can go to our website, of course, which is uh, nwlc.org. But we're also on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at, at basically that same name. The best place, though, right now to find us is on TikTok. We have an incredible TikTok going. And um it's been amazing. We've been able to share our enthusiasm for our issues and our disdain for certain things, but also just really um, engage uh, with a different audience. And it, it's been amazing. So please find us on TikTok. Well, Hillary, thanks so much for being on the show. It was great. Thank you. Thanks again, Hillary, for being on the show. If you want to learn more about the National Women's Law Center and Hillary Woodward's work, you can check out their website at nwlc.org. You can also check out their TikTok channel, which is National Women's Law Center. Thanks so much. How to Win an Advocacy Campaign is Joe Fold, Martin Diego Garcia, Hope Rohrbach, Daniel Lamb, Heidi Job, and Elena Veach. Music by Mike Pinto. Sound editing by the Global Startup Movement. Special thanks to the team at the Campaign Workshop. Remember to review, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.